This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Libertarian candidate who is running for governor in Alabama this coming November says that the Libertarian candidates that are now on the ballot are offering choice to those who don't want to vote Democrat or Republican. Jimmy Blake is a former Birmingham City Councilman and a retired physician who will take on Governor Kay Ivey this coming November. Blake spoke recently with 1819's executive editor Jeff Poor on FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. I want people in Alabama to know that there's one thing that the Democrats and the Republicans, the uh, duopoly party, as we call them, have in common, and that is they don't want any competition. Um, Alabama, as I said, requires a 20% of the vote to stay on the ballot. Well, you know, 40 years ago, the Republican Party wouldn't have been on the ballot hardly under those kind of circumstances. Uh, the next highest is 10%, and the average is 1% across the station. So Alabama is 20 times more restrictive. And, you know, they don't want anybody on the ballot. And we've got 65 candidates on the ballot right now, at least. 50 of them are running only against the Democrats or only against the Republicans. The only reason people have any choice in those in those races in the general election is because the libertarians are on the ballot. We want people to have a choice. Blake also blasted Republican state lawmakers here in Alabama for proposing a tax cut that he says doesn't go far enough compared to other surrounding states. There is a huge segment of small government conservative Republicans out there that are not happy with the choices. I won't say they're just mad at Kay Ivey. They're mad at the the Republican leadership that has just, uh, they talk small government, but look at what they've done with the state budget. Uh, When all our surrounding states are cutting the taxes, Uh, Alabama, uh, you know, increased the gas tax and, uh, and gave no tax relief to speak of. They want to claim they did, but it doesn't amount to squat in the long run. And then, you know, I, I don't know if you saw the article by Senator Orr in the, what is, 18 and 19 News, I think it was yesterday. Right. He's calling for giving tax money back. Well, that that's absurd and an insult to me. The notion, I mean, use that excess money to pay off the debt of the state of Alabama and give us real tax relief. I would start phasing out the income taxes where I would focus. Uh, Tennessee doesn't have an income tax. Florida doesn't have an income tax. Mississippi is phasing out their income tax. Georgia cut taxes by $2 billion this year, and Alabama increased the gas tax. Uh, that's not small government that the Republican Party speaks about, and there are a lot of people who are aware of it. And very unhappy. I, I, I would say that the Senate race, there, there's a lot of people that are very upset about what happened there. A lawsuit involving the voting machines in Alabama has a new plaintiff joining it and an original plaintiff jumping off. Lindy Blanchard first started the lawsuit along with State Representative Tommy Haynes and Dr. David Calderwood following the Republican primary race for governor, where Blanchard came in second to Kay Ivey. Blanchard has now recently requested that she be removed from that lawsuit. However, former Democrat Governor Don Siegelman has joined it. 
Siegelman lost in the 2002 election by a very narrow margin of votes. This gave Bob Riley the governorship. Siegelman says that a computer glitch cost him over 6,000 votes in Baldwin County alone, and he contends that electronic voting manipulation was at the core of his loss. Secretary of State John Merrill maintains that the ESNS systems are secure and that his record in court with other lawsuits along these lines is proof of that fact. Police in the town of Pritchard have made an arrest in the shooting death of a young man this past July. Bond has now been denied for Reuben Gully. He's being charged in the death of 18-year-old Randon Lee. Lee was shot while at a gas station in Pritchard during the sale of marijuana to two people. Lee's death came to national attention since his mother has millions of followers on her TikTok account. Ophelia Nichols is known on that platform as Mama Tot. She posted a heartbreaking video following her son's murder, pleading for someone to come forward and identify the suspect. The Central Alabama Crime Stoppers is offering a $5,000 reward for a homicide that happened in 2016. 20-year-old Rickham Samuels was found dead not far from Crampton Bowl in Montgomery. His cause of death was never determined, but the case was treated as a homicide. Only a week after Samuels' death, his boss at a Hyundai shipping company, was also reported missing. The body of Nanette Thomas was never located. The two mystery cases have gained national attention on podcasts and investigative reports. The town of Russellville has been selected to be part of Main Street, Alabama for the year 2023. Main Street, Alabama is a nonprofit organization out of Birmingham that develops public and private partnerships as well as growth strategies for communities that are seeking to reignite their downtown economy. Russellville had a main infrastructure overhaul that occurred back in 2016, and they're now seeking to maintain and grow the businesses and downtown activities that were created as a result of that project. They're going to hold a community input meeting that will be held on September 6th about this latest plan. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news. Americans are angry, they're disappointed, and they are worried about the future of this country. A mainstream media outlet has done a poll of Americans that is shocking even them. NBC News reported on their latest poll this past Sunday with host Chuck Todd revealing the state of frustration and anger among Americans. Just 21% of adults say we are heading in the right direction. And once again, three out of four Americans say we're on the wrong track. In fact, this number, never before in our poll, has this wrong track number been over 70% for this long. It's been nearly a year now. The NBC poll was conducted August 12th through the 16th, which was right after the FBI raided the Mar-a-Lago home of Donald Trump. Constitutional scholar and Harvard law professor emeritus Alan Dershowitz says that the documents involved in the recent FBI raid of Trump's home should be released immediately and provide full transparency to the American people. But I think speed is the essence here. And every day that the material is kept secret is a day that the First Amendment suffers and the day that the public loses the right to evaluate its own Justice Department. So I would hope that we would move this thing along quickly, that the vast majority of the affidavit would be released to the public, and that the government would have to justify, justify why every sentence, word, and line have to be kept secret. Otherwise, unless they can justify it, it should be made public. That's the American way. Dershowitz spoke on Newsmax this past weekend 
Now that a Florida judge gave the FBI until this Thursday to submit their proposed redactions of those documents. The government will come in and they will try to redact anything that might help Trump and keep everything in the affidavit that is negative to Trump. Uh, The judge will see through this and will say, no, 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 I'm going to allow this to go out. This remains redacted. Then the government will appeal that. And there will be a fight over whether to stay the release of the affidavit pending uh, the appeal. And probably the way it would be resolved is the material that's not in dispute, that both sides think should be revealed, will be revealed. But the material that um, the government claims uh, Reinhardt improperly allowed to be revealed, that will remain secret pending further appeal from this judgment. That's what's going to happen. A district court judge in Virginia has ordered the National Institute of Health to turn over documents and missing data regarding the COVID-19 gene sequencing that was deleted early on in the pandemic. The group, known as Empower Oversight, is suing the NIH, and they're using the Freedom of Information Act to do so. Judge Leone Brachima agreed with the plaintiff's motion, determining that the NIH improperly withheld information that was being sought by several congressmen into why the coronavirus genetic sequence information was removed from a database at the request of Chinese researchers. The judge denied the NIH motion for a summary judgment on the case. A Wisconsin school board votes to not use the gay pride flag or Black Lives Matter flag in classrooms due to the political messaging behind both of those. The Kettle Moraine School Board passed the resolution that teachers and administrators will not have or display political flags or religious messaging in their classrooms or on their persons. This all came about because two high school students started a petition online to gain enough signatures To undo the ban, the whole issue was then brought to a vote by the school board to reinforce the school superintendent who created the code of conduct for his teachers. Former professional basketball player Dennis Rodman could soon be on a flight to Russia in the hopes of getting WNBA player Brittany Griner released from prison. Griner was sentenced to prison by a Russian judge after marijuana vapes were found in Griner's possession at a Moscow airport. Rodman told NBC News that he has permission to take this international trip. However, Rodman was not clear where that permission came from, whether it was Russian or U.S. authorities. Both Russian President Vladimir Putin and North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un have expressed admiration for Rodman and his basketball skills in the past. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you've been enjoying The Daily Detail and think someone else could benefit from the information delivered here, then feel free to copy a link and send it on. Feel free to copy a link and send it on to someone so they can access it through either Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or another podcasting app. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 